0: So we've launched a, um, a co-pilot, as we call it, a co-pilot programme this, this Christmas where you'll be able to uh, navigate to Santa's voice um, and drive uh, with, with Santa's sleigh. Welcome to today's episode of Tech
1: Talks where we are talking to Rue Roberts, the country manager for the UK of Waze. This is your twice weekly technology podcast with myself, David Savage, today joined by Akish, where we interview leaders from across the industry and bring you a bit of technology news. Uh, Merry Christmas. This will be our only show this week. We're not publishing on Christmas Day, uh, but have a very Merry Christmas and we will have one more show before the new year, but I hope you enjoy your festivities and stay safe. Welcome to the podcast brought from you from the heart of mutant strain, COVID central London, uh, tier four in the UK. Don't worry, we're still alive if you're listening in the US or anyone else, or anywhere else for that matter. How are you?
2: I'm all right. I'm all right. We're not in some sort of solitary confinement or something. The way you, you say started. that, I kind of am. Yeah. I mean, yeah, both of us. We were just having a chat, weren't we? It just kind of feels like we're just bound at the moment, house arrested. Um, not,
1: allowed, not allowed to leave tier four, which is London and the southeast of England. <laughs> Scotland's yeah. cut itself off all the country all various different countries around the world are telling us we're not welcome anymore
2: it's so funny isn't it like the UK I mean it like, is and it's not yeah I mean the, do, do you know what cracks we have? the British Empire once dominated and ruled the world and now the whole world's just like oh you Brits you stay there no no coming in here no coming in here don't be bringing your little variants over here we were trying to deal with our own shit but
1: I mean the Brexiteers oh. must be must be loving it like oh. b- border, borders have never been more clear closed
2: we we, sh- we shouldn't have had a bloody referendum our borders have got closed automatically forget it we should have just stayed in europe <laughs> oh man it's all crazy isn't it what <laughs> what a what a time to be alive what a time to be alive
1: i am going to mention one thing that i think is is worth uh reiterating a few weeks ago we had oleo on the show for the for the second time Unfortunately, due to the sudden U-turn of our government cancelling Christmas effectively, lots of people are going to have masses of turkey for two, three, four people. Hmm. Uh, Don't forget that Oleo offer the opportunity to get food to vulnerable people who, you know, there are still many people in our society who won't be able to get turkey, etc. at Christmas. And if you can... Find a way to make sure that that food doesn't go to waste. That is a damn good thing because there is going to be a hell of a lot of potential food waste this Christmas.
2: Hundred percent, hundred percent. Other meats do apply as well, not just yeah. turkey. I think, yeah. But yeah, let's 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 look out for others where we can. I think. Now yeah, I, mean,
1: I, I heard from a mate over the weekend fucking, well, I heard this, I heard this on Sunday, stood outside my front having a beer with my mate on the streets because now now drinking on the street is the only way to socially acceptably drink.
2: Without uh, a bag around your round your bottle as well, now right? So you can actually embrace it. Yeah, just, just walk yeah. around with a tinny in your hand, no problem. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, but we were having a chat. There, there's this pub, they ordered in uh 72 turkeys for Christmas. Um, But their insurance claim, this is ridiculous, doesn't let them claim unless they can prove that the meat has gone off as a consequence of something happening. So they have to let the food go to waste before they can claim on insurance, meaning that they can't give it to a homeless shelter or something. Wow. How utterly ridiculous. That's
2: disgusting. That is disgusting. It's, anyway. it's horrible. But so like yeah, I said, if you can, help them. A lot of decision makers this year have uh have not exactly made the made the wisest decisions, have they? But I no. mean, we laugh about it now, but one last push, I guess. Um as a community, people, you know. Let's see why one we one get to one last
1: push to April, May. June, to April, maybe.
2: May. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> right, anyway. Um, one thing that is happening as a consequence is there's a lot more cars on the road all of a sudden again. Mm-hmm. Uh which a lovely segue into our conversation with Waze, because um actually that's a that's a topic that crops up in the interview as a consequence of earlier lockdowns in the UK. So Rue Roberts is our guest. We'll head over to the interview and I myself and Akisha will come back with some commentary on it afterwards. On today's show, we are talking to Rue Roberts. Rue, you're the country manager at Waze. You've been in that role for about seven months, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Thank you um, for for having me. Uh, Yeah, I joined the team in June this year. Interesting time to join. Uh, Interesting, challenging, uh, exciting, but yeah, certainly a unique experience.
1: Look, very quickly, I, I would imagine that the majority of people listening are familiar with Waze. However, let's assume that they're not. What is Waze?
0: Well, Waze is a is a, what we call a human movement company, um, which doesn't really describe too much to everybody. Other than you know, our sole purpose is, is the sort of to combat traffic. You know, the mission of the company is to reduce traffic altogether or eradicate traffic uh, altogether. But publicly, we are uh, mainly known for our navigation platform, so kind of in car use um, navigation uh, platform.
1: That's well. That's quite interesting because you say there the mission is to eradicate traffic. The pandemic did that for you
0: for a short time, and (laughs)
1: then the opposite happened.
0: It's it's the yeah. I mean, you mentioned you mentioned the pandemic, this kind of COVID nineteen period, which is also the reason I said challenging Uh, in in starting a new role back in back in June, um, where I've been unable to meet my team in person. Very, uh, very often, too, so we had one picnic in the park, and that's that's been the extent. Otherwise, everything's been on video. I, I'm now uh, living in East Kent in Tier Three, so I'm not even able to, to move around that easily. <laughs> it's lockdown, um, and you're right. You know, of course, the impact uh, of on traffic uh, reduced reduced things considerably. We we you know we were down seventy percent cars on the or kilometres driven on the road back in the first lockdown period in the spring it wasn't so extreme during this recent uh, lockdown period um uh, as certain services were able to stay open drive throughs click and collect services which meant there were at least more venues and more places for people to um to go uh, but of course there was a reduction um and yeah you're right that's that is both a blessing and a challenge for us because we you know we're there to reduce traffic that's what we want to do however we did see over the summer months, and it was it was published in uh, in the Observer an article um, using Waze data that showed in and around the Greater London area congestion was actually up. And you know one of the hypotheses around this is 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 um, the the growth in interest in in using your car for chores where you might otherwise use use public transport. I think it's been quite public the sort of discussion around people yeah. turning away from public transport and and choosing their 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 private car. Do you think that's
1: a trend that that will continue into next year? I mean, t- we're recording today on the day that the first vaccine has been administered. I mean, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if people feel safer getting back on public transport with a vaccine out there uh, and being administered and whether or not, you know, perceptions again might shift, right?
0: Um, I... Yeah, listen. Following consumer trends is one of the hardest things, and that's why you have to you have to do it regularly. You know, it's not you can't just take a moment in time and and then use that data for the year uh, for the year ahead. You have to be on be on top of it, and I think that's where Waze data for some of the things that we look at is really useful for on the road habits. Um, we are uh, also, you know, we're a Go- we're a Google owned business, and 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 so I, I quite often look at Google search trends for um, indicative. Information as well, um, and and we and we do uh, consumer surveys. We have access to consumer surveys that have been committed over time, and and all of that is telling us that there is definitely an increase in the um, interest to purchase new cars, um, a younger audience perhaps considering cars uh, as well, um, and wanting to perform tasks that they would otherwise have done through public tra- transport, and that you know that that indicates. Safety, security concerns, and you know, as as the reasons of uh, of those choices, um, it's also because at the moment, you know, retail and and restaurants and other other services are limited. You know, we we you can only go to certain shops during the lockdown period that have click and collect, uh, which lends itself to having a vehicle in order to to collect. You know, um, not not everybody, not every store has got delivery options, and all, all the rest of it. So the landscape's really challenging. Um, do I think it will definitely consider, uh, sorry, continue into 2021? I, th- I think so, because w- once you've kind of got that thought in your mind, it's difficult to eradicate. Do Do I think that the introduction of the vaccine will change massive public sentiment in the short term? Um. No, I don't think so. I think I think this I think concerns will remain, although this is obviously very positive news. Um, I think the reality is that the um I think the car market will will do relatively well in the in the beginning of next year.
1: Oh, look, I, I appreciate that. I'm kind of putting you on the spot there with some crystal ball stuff that, that you can't really look at data and know exactly or, or provide a huge amount of insight from the data at the moment. But one thing that you might be quite interesting, um, you obviously are a country manager. But different areas mm-hmm. of the country, different cities, are in different lockdowns, and I suppose one other thing that the, the the data might tell you is whether or not there is this mass migration away from certain population areas, because you're going to have users who might be occasional users in London suddenly popping up and using the the service far more regularly in Sheffield, or you know I, I've had countless conversations with people who've gone. I'm moving, and even myself, and my wife. We live in West London. My sister lives in Kent. Funnily enough, also in Tier Three, not 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 East Kent. They're down, uh, they're down near Tenterden. But we've been looking at moving to that area because we, I don't need to be in an office five days a week. So why the hell would we live in in West London and pay exorbitant uh, rates on on rent and so on? And I suppose that might be something that your data is is. Seeing that narrative that we've been talking about over the last kind of three, four, five months, and and neither mm-hmm. being able to kind of back it up or actually suggest that it might be accelerated beyond what even the press is suggesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I mean, and, and and again, it's sort of you know your your kind of comment on crystal ball gazing is, is is relevant here because of course we don't we don't know exactly what's going to happen and different companies will react in different ways. You know, as I kind of alluded to, we saw obviously a reduction in kilometres driven in the first um uh, lockdown phase in the spring. We saw a a, a reduction, though not as not not to as, as much of an extent in this recent lockdown period. But in in between, we you know our data did show that increase in congestion in and around the Greater London area, which is where you would expect it to be. Like London is the worst city from congestion point of view because it's such a massive commuter commuter city. Now the fact that it was a peak and, uh, you know, t- two troughs and a, and, a, and a peak implies obviously con- uh, consumers' um, commuter habits dr- dramatically have changed over the course of this year as different companies and different services have asked their staff to remain at home. The government has obviously asked those that can to remain at home. And moving into next year, there have been companies, you know, Microsoft announced earlier this year that they would not be open. Necessarily opening their offices again to um, for for a sort of nine to five um, type of of structure. Our own offices again have publicly stated they won't be inviting staff back until certainly next summer. Um, So so we see different companies reacting in 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 different ways, and that will really impact what those what those commuter uh, habits are from from city to city. So yeah, you're right. I think certain areas and certain habits take a little bit longer to, to materialize. You know, can people not not be centered around London, for example, and move out to the country or move to, to home counties, and perhaps they only commute into London two or three days a week in the future? Those are the kind of habits I would anticipate may uh, may play out for sure, and that that of course will will really change um, change the drive, perhaps. So that's what we're seeing in our data is is differing patterns, but I think it's too early to tell as to how long lasting that will be. So that
1: you look, you're talking about trends of of uh, ownership, perhaps on the up, um, or definitely on the up, rather, uh, and a younger audience, perhaps uh, looking at, at car ownership. Um, Equally, we've got Christmas coming up, and with that reluctance, perhaps to get on public transport, I imagine the roads will be even busier than normal. So, what features are you looking to to put out there to <laughs> um, to attract that audience, or to engage and keep that audience that you've got uh, whilst they're in their cars?
0: This is what this is one of the things I love about. Ways and I'll, I'll confess that actually before before I joined Ways I you know I was aware and and, and knew I knew um, quite a bit of, about the proposition about the company of course being um, being being part of the Google organisation as well which is where I was based previously um, but wasn't at that point you know, like using it religiously in my in my kind of drive driver habits so I've I have. Um, had a pleasant experience sort of uncovering some of the functionality that I had, that I wasn't aware of. Um, so there's, there's kind of two things. One that you talk about is the, 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 run up to Christmas and of course, retail, you know, it's a key retail period. And, and what have we done there? Well, it, you know, for this year in particular, it's become really important to help consumers to help users on the road, identify where they can or cannot go safely uh, with confidence Um, And so we launched something called location personalities, which very simply for for brands that have pinned their locations on the Waze map, it it introduces a a small icon that simply tells a user whether they are a drive through or a click and collect um, or whether they have those services available. And obviously in this in this second lockdown, that has really been key to um, to consumers to know where they can go safely during during that period. In the run-up to Christmas, that still remain, even though we're now down into a tiered system. Of course, that is really important, relevant information um, for consumers as well. So it gives them confidence with their Christmas, with their Christmas shopping.
1: Well, I suppose there must be several parts of the country, right, where you cross tier borders without necessarily knowing it.
0: Yeah, you know that's that's absolutely right. People kind of want to do their Christmas shopping, and I I kind of feel there's probably um, those that will. Adhere strictly to you know Mm -hmm. the rules being set set upon them, and those that that perhaps uh, that perhaps that perhaps won't. Um, The other area that I think is is really exciting is just that you talked about in terms of engaging consumers and and. Ensuring that they that they find ways useful yet fun, uh, fun in their run up to Christmas as well is um, our our change voice um, and change icon pro- proposition. So we've launched a um, a co pilot as we call it a co pilot program this this Christmas where you'll be able to uh, navigate to Santa's voice um, and drive uh, with with Santa's sleigh. Um, uh you know on on the map as well which you know creates some engagement and I, I know that this this is the kind of thing that that works having just come off the back of a partnership with Dizzy Rascal where um we had a month uh, of of his voice um navigating people in in and around the U, uh, the uk which um which was you know a real success um and, and created a lot of buzz for for again for a, a, i guess a younger audience or or fans of grime or or rap in particular and look,
1: just looking to the future, are there any other features that you know, you're you're the UK country manager. There are other features that ways users have access to abroad that maybe aren't in the UK. Are you looking at what other trends in other countries? And I suppose there's always that that thing, isn't there, where you've got a whole network of of users all over the world, but maybe using using cars and, and traffic quite differently, that way you can kind of pull on ideas and and innovate in a slightly interesting kind of way, right?
0: Yeah, you know, abs- absolutely. Now, op- for obvious reasons that, that that come up, you can roll out propositions um, at different pace uh, in different countries. You know, because for, for for everything that you that you roll out, there's there's testing phases and and there's different criteria for different for different markets and so on. Um, going back to the mission that we talked about earlier, in terms of you know. Um, r- ending traffic concerns uh, altogether, you can do that in two ways. One, as we've discussed um, quite a bit, is is navigation. So helping to disperse congested areas or helping users find quicker, um, less stressful routes uh, from, from A to B. Um, the other way is, of course, can you quite simply remove cars from the road, like, like restrict the number of cars on, on the road? Well, we don't Obviously, control the number of cars that can access the roads. That's that's not our game. However, um, we have launched um, something called carpool. So, Waze's carpool is is live in a small number of markets at the moment: the US, Brazil, Mexico, and and our, our founder founder market, Israel. Um, to, to you know, to to great success, and that that proposition is quite simply an alternative platform that allows users to share their their journey so if you think you can you know you can connect with other people from your company you know mm-hmm. in a trusted safe way you, you you know they're people that are working for the same organization so you, you know it's not like getting in a car with a stranger in that respect you you're you're pooling with uh people from a known known entity that um that you are also involved with you can connect with people from your local community it might be to do with you know a a school or university group or you know whatever type of organization you can split the cost so the 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 app allows you to share share the cost of the journey um and it's it's another way in which ways really is a community driven proposition i think that's a key thing um that we feel about ways is it very much a community led or crowdsourced proposition um, and this is a real um uh, great example of that of that uh, community aspect as well um so we look forward to to developing that that proposition further um for for sure
1: I mean it's the kind of thing that when uh you know rules allow I suppose again would be great to see because obviously there is that huge awareness now around climate as well and sustainability. So I imagine that community will be really plugged into to wanting to find opportunities to to do that uh, and 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 to kind of alleviate some of the pressure in, in that regard. It's been fascinating to talk to you. I appreciate that. Yeah, as you said, it must have been a challenging seven months, but I'm glad that you did find a, at least a picnic in a park to meet your team. <laughs> um, and uh, look, have a lovely festive period. And uh I imagine that you are driving Santa's
0: sleigh. I am driving Santa's sleigh, and and uh, I'm listening to Santa's voice on the way as well. <laughs> well, look, have a great Christmas, and and thank you for your time. Thanks very much for having me.
1: Okay, um probably not a surprise that there's an increased interest in purchasing cars, and that of a younger <laughs> audience too, who are worried about getting on public transport, right?
2: Mm, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not surprised at that, to be honest. And I think, um, I think especially car sales for I think earlier on in the lockdown I read something that the car the car industry, um or especially the used car industry had gone up by like twenty, twenty one percent. Um just because people suddenly were buying I don't want to say a cheap banger, but you know, buying a car that not necessarily was the the you know the be all end or brand spanking news straight out of a, a dealership. They were just buying something to get around and, and you know a means to an end. Um which has then led to kind of more cars on the road, I guess. Um, and I think a lot more drivers in London, uh, to be honest, which I don't know if you, if you kind of think back and when they put the congestion charge up and put all these things and, you know, they probably anticipated that a lot more people would be getting cars and, and new drivers on, on the roads. Um, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it only stands to reason when you see scenes from like, you know, Kings Cross and Houston on a uh, mm. Friday, yeah. when tier four was announced and there was a mass exodus like i can understand i'm not saying i, I necessarily condone it. It's, it it's a tricky one isn't it but i understand why people were like sod it i'm gonna get out and i'm gonna go see family especially if they were already planning on making those trips within a couple of days time anyway yeah. um but those trains will have been packed the stations will have been packed you know you won't have been able to socially distance properly um you're not in a in a well ventilated space for several hours Mm. you can understand why people are are interested in buying cars you can understand understand why as you say you know it's not it's not a a banger but not necessarily the latest whatever you know most exciting Mm. car that you can possibly have but it is Mm. your own bubble
2: yeah exactly and it also it's going to be keeping you safe and keeping others safe as well right um Especially when we talk about variants and new strands and all this sort of stuff. I mean, you just don't know. You could be carrying, you know, version 3.2, um, you know, <laughs> compared, to the, compared to Bob you, you might be on, you know, iOS 12 or whatever. So you just don't know what's going on at the moment. So you'd rather just be safe for yourself, for others, um, and kind of get a, get a car, I think. And um, using Waze is, is fantastic, especially around London um yeah I'm, you're I'm a big fan right massive massive fan of ace um it, I, I never used to be because it obviously it takes you to like the shortest route and there's a lot of kind of inroads and all this sort of stuff but slowly got used to it and now i'm i, I kind of swear by it even though i've got a sat lab in my car i i think i probably used it once and i've had my car for about four or five months like this one and even the one before i always used to just use ways um and i like the fact you just why i think i like it cuz it seems like there's a little community on Waze. um mm. ways i know ways is well, yeah 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 yeah
1: Oh, so, so the previous country manager we had on the show maybe two years ago, and he hmm. then described them as waiters. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can actually so there's there's things that you can you know kind of point towards uh, which may be coming up on the road. So I always like to know if there's police on uh, you know the, the the route that I'm going <laughs> to, uh, just in case you know I'm I'm no slipping the pedal a bit too hard yeah yeah um but also at the same time, you know things like um potholes or you know slowing of traffic that sort of thing is is fantastic honestly very very good um i I, you, I, I love it
1: this brand personalities thing being being panned on oh, sorry being pinned on the map, so helping consumers on the road to identify where they can safely go or can't go hmm. click and collect or drive throughs hmm. um I suppose. I don't know. Is, I that, think, is that something
2: you'd necessarily yeah, use? You're yeah, kind of I think a
1: driver around just in London, right? You're not going. Online, yeah, do
2: you? no, but I would I, I definitely use that. Do you know why though? Because with a lot of shops that you might think, oh, these are non-essential. They might not be open. So, for example, Selfridges, right? The whole bottom floor of Selfridges is open because they sell food and 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 you know, kind of um, artisan chocolates and all these sorts of things. So that 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 bit is open, but you can't go to Selfridges and buy yourself a coat. Do you, do you get what i mean so i think where where there's a bit of um gray cloud between essential non-essential what you can use and what you can kind of buy i think i think that's great um and especially when you <clears throat> when you're out of london where things are a bit more you know kind of spaced out uh from each other um i think it definitely helps so i i, I think that's great they also have a very good one where it's like um I think they started this off earlier in lockdown or maybe I just noticed it then where they had like contactless um, kind of logos on things where you could pay, you know, via um, just your kind of chip and pin and, and, you know, you kind of um, could get drive through facilities and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, very, very good. And I think what they've done for drivers is they've simplified it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And if you've ever been in an Uber, I mean, I don't think I've ever been in an Uber and not seen them use waste. Um, as their kind of prime sat nav tool, but yeah,
1: quite quite funny your your little uh, piece there about you know when you get outside of London and 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 kind of contactless payments makes me think of uh, one of my favourite Christmas films, Bridget Jones, which has the immortal line, <laughs> and it "Does nothing work outside of London?" Apparently not, which always yeah. cracks me and my wife up being northern, uh, <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? Right, I, the one thing that I have noticed. Um, Certainly, living in London over the last few years, kind of, you get you get pop up food stores, street markets, and so on, and they've had contactless payments. And then every now and then, I've gone back to the northeast, and it's been cash. But I would imagine that with the pandemic, that acceleration of contactless payments has accelerated to so many more businesses, and it is important. You don't you don't want to find yourself in a situation where where you're having to pay with cash. Hmm. Uh, it it somehow feels weird almost to find somewhere where they're accepting cash now like yeah. i was i was looking at getting a new wallet and it's like well i'll just probably get one of those slimline ones with an RFID d block or whatever so that because i'm not going to need something that's got notes and coins in it
2: hmm. no exactly exactly and also it feels weird when you now have cash in your wallet as well it's like oh i haven't seen a note for a while um yeah. what the hell do i do with this Yeah, yeah yeah <clears throat> exactly, and and I think I don't know. I think it's just we've talked about this on the pod, right? Like, yeah. are we ever going to be a, an absolute kind of paper-free, cashless society? Maybe at some point down the line. I think one hundred percent. Something
1: like this will, will, will have accelerated it because yeah. now social norms will be. I don't want to touch that dirty stuff.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Dizzy Rascal, Dizzy
1: Rascal, uh, as your co-pilot. If you're a fan of ways, have you have you had any co-pilots, or is it just on a fairly standard setting?
2: just on a standard setting to be fair i don't you know you boring be, man yeah people that have listened to this i mean i only only went up to a, a Revolut account this year so you know i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit so, even even though i'm on a technology pod i mean i'm not the, the fastest movie with technology uh um, what,
1: what, what you could get what if you could get someone like punter ricky ponting or someone like cricket stars from yeah S2? i mean
2: that would do that do you know what i'm just opening this now right there was a thing that i saw that when i was driving back
1: i have no idea why why ricky potting would be
2: available then. Nah, I, I don't know when i was driving back for christmas pardon the pun um there was a thing that i saw you yes, can not have, now not, <laughs> not going anywhere now mate uh, um
1: oh, that, that, oh, uh, christmas go, look,
2: you, you can activate your holiday mode so you can drive with Santa. So yeah, your yep. you, your pair is Santa and on the old uh, Santa. Oh, you can't see it, can you? But anyway, I um,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I haven't actually got it because I have got ways on my phone, even though I don't drive. You know, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I need I need to find out what Santa sounds like because when he said you could you could have co pilot with Santa, I was like, how do you how do you do how do you choose. I'm, I'm spoiling. I'm spoiling the magic of Christmas here. Of course, you don't choose Santa. Of course, you just go to Santa. Any kids. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. You know, you know who um,
2: I would like as co-pilot actually, and he's available to do a lot of these gimmicky things at the moment. On. Snoop Dogg. He's he's doing oh, yeah, his...
1: just a state advert. I was like, yeah.
2: I yeah, like I'm just a...
1: thing, but is that? Is that really at Snoop Dogg's level?
2: Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't know, but it that would that would make my drive very, very fun, I think. So Just was, having...
1: like when Owen Wilson started doing the sociology adverts, I was like, <laughs> really? Do you need that?
2: <laughs> anyway.
1: Um, yeah. Uh with regards to um the fact that as well, look obviously they're benefiting from more cars on the road ways but they don't want more cars on the road. There is that sustainability angle, mm-hmm. you know, can you restrict cars in the world. It's great to hear that they've got a carpool service in, you know, the U S Mexico, Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously an alternative platform to share a journey where it's safe. So maybe if you're bubbling up with people in your own company and so on, mm-hmm. just jumping in cars with people where, you, where, where mutant yeah. strains of virus can go crazy. Yeah. Um, but it is good to hear that, that that service is kind of in various countries and, and may well be something that we see in the UK at some point soon.
2: Yeah. I mean, if if Rue is listening to this, I, I don't know, and he he will be definitely, he'll definitely be listening to this. So I <laughs> should rephrase that. Um, do you know what would be really good, which I was thinking about when I was listening to this, right? Huh? I would basically, if you, so if you could have your profile on, you could put kind of the make and the car that you have, right? Mm. And then... I'm sure they could maybe figure out with all the journeys that you've done um, in terms of like how much your carbon footprint is or how many, you know, how much you've kind of added to the environment. Um, And then if you got, like we've seen at the moment with all this end-of-year rap, Spotify. I saw you boasting about your Strava stuff earlier on uh, in the week, I think. Um but I'm boasting, mate. Look, <laughs> well.
1: If people if people could do Spotify rap, like well, I do Strava rap,
2: basically. I'm just jealous, mate, because uh, yeah, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you offline what mine said. <laughs> but um but yes, but if you if you actually then got like a report at the end of the year or something which said, look, you know, this is where this is how much, you know, kind of estimated, um, you know, carbon uh, dioxide you've you've kind of got used up and this has been the impact. I think that would just add a bit more awareness and maybe people would then start to realise, oh, you know, that journey that I did six times, maybe I could do that in two or, do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I think when when we talk about kind of climate change and awareness and that sort of thing, unless people are actually given the facts of this is what you contribute, because there's a lot of things around – you know, we, we've seen it, the ozone layer, we've seen, you know, the, the the glaciers, we've seen, you know, all kinds of stuff. But unless people actually are pointed at and gone, you have contributed to this or your household or your family, then you kind of begin to realize. But if it's just talked about in the news, a lot of people will be like, yeah, all right, yeah, so it's not my issue, is it really? So I think if we or if they can do something like that, I don't know. There's probably some legislations around it, but... That would be quality, and if it's not, and they're looking to do that, give me a shout because uh, that might be my new job, I reckon, after Christmas.
1: Oh, you want to hope that your manager's not listening.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the holidays are definitely not. Yeah, uh, well, um, you
2: know.
1: Right, I think we'll draw an end to the episode here. No news today. I had a look at the news; it's thoroughly depressing. Uh, actually. <laughs> I did open the news and discover that Apple has plans for self-driving car by 2024 Brilliant. um
2: project five million pounds uh, I don't
1: know self-driving with their own batteries hmm I, I guess it'd probably be the iCar they haven't announced that yet but it wouldn't surprise me anyway um Rue thank you for being our guest everyone who's listening we're not going to have an episode on Christmas Day this is our only offering this week I hope it's been a pleasant listen uh anyone in the UK wherever you are we hope that you can genuinely make the very best of Christmas that is possible um, and uh, yeah if there is an opportunity to make sure that food doesn't go to waste as we mentioned at the beginning of the show shout out to Olio. have a very Merry Christmas uh, we will be back in a week's time
2: mm, and stay safe uh-